We share thoughts on the Anthem demo and discuss Apex Legends. Let's jump into it. What is up, guys? Welcome to Diggity, video game podcast, episode number 42. I'm your host, Jeff James. As always with me is the notorious, the luscious, the glorious, the incredible luscious Brody Faults. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good, buddy. How about yourself? I'm doing good. It's a Monday. We're recording. People are listening to this on a Tuesday. Whoa. The art and magic of producing. Uh, art and magic can also be found on our Instagram and Twitter. Follow us at Diggity Podcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube, Diggity Gaming. And subscribe to our podcast, the audio version, on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Spotify, or wherever you listen, except for Pandora. Still throwing shade at them. And today's episode, before we get into the news and our discussion on Anthem Demo, just I'm just rolling by through this. I'm yeah. just like, how are you doing, Brendan? That's great. That's great. Let's go. Um, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial by heading on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity. That's D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. You can get access to over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. So head on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity to get your free audiobook download and 30-day free trial. Ooh, let's hit it up. What up, Kevin Games? Coming up, buddy. It's a Tuesday show. All right, so we got uh, Attack of the Earthlings and Left Alive uh, coming on March 5th. Attack of the Earthlings is coming to PS4 and Xbox One, and Left Alive is coming to PC and PS4. And on March 8th, we have Devil May Cry 5 uh, coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Kirby's Epic Yarn coming to 3DS. Because they're still trying to keep that alive. Prince and, Money. And God Eater 3 <laughs> coming to PC and PS4. So, decent week. Yeah, not too Devil bad. May Cry 5 um, looks really weird. Like every um, Devil May Cry. I mean, yeah, it'll fit it's right in nature. with the rest of the series. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of just an odd series in itself. <laughs> but Oh, man. Well, hey, um, Mario Kart Tour, which was a mobile game has been delayed, uh, but apparently we're getting Dr. Mario World for mobile in the early summer 2019, so that's a shit trade. Just yeah. going to put it out there. <laughs> that's not cool. I mean, it, it, Don't take it's definitely Mario not Kart. even by any means. Don't take away um, Mario Kart and then give me Dr. Mario. Are you kidding me? Yeah, they pretty much did it in the same breath, too. I mean, it was a couple days apart that they announced that. Yeah. So hey, it's delayed. Yeah, it's Dr. Delayed, Mario. But Dr. Mario's here. No thank mark. you. No thank you, bro. So uh, Wargroove, which is a game that I absolutely love and I keep posting about, <laughs> but uh, it has broke even already. Uh, so their production costs are paid for, and this is three days after launch that they did this. So Chucklefish, which Best is... Best name ever. It's a fantastic name. Uh, the the devs on this, they um, they made a blog post on their website thanking all the fans and stating what is coming next for the game. Um, they had three main categories here. They had the really short term. Uh, the first post-launch patch has been submitted, and I believe it is actually out. I think I just downloaded it on my Switch. Uh, the patch contains bugs, bug fixes and a few small improvements. Uh, short term, they are working on quality of life fixes that should be coming very soon. The Japanese eShop Japanese e version is coming very soon. Modding is coming very soon, which will be interesting to see how that 
goes in that game. And there's also a PS4 version in the works. And then long term, they are looking into eventually putting out larger content. Um, like a, a one large content update coming, uh, some DLC, and there's more, but uh, they don't have anything else to say about it at this time. So he said uh, that he'll come out with some new stuff here soon, hopefully, and uh, yeah. What a great story, man. What a I, great success story. I I love this company. I really do. They do awesome work. So And actually, it, is it still just the one guy? Because I know Chucklefish was just the I, one guy for Stardew one dude, Valley. But I think he like contracts out so a bunch of people. Yeah, because Stardew oh, Valley. Now. I know Stardew Valley was just him, um, but insane, he might though. have some more people working with him now. But uh, absolutely fan, fantastic. I love him. It's great. That's crazy. Um, so Sony has finally patented a new system for backwards compatibility, apparently. Uh, it says that this new system should allow the next console, the PS5, to play games from the PS4, PS3, PS2, and PSX, which I am super stoked for. So the system oh, yeah. would work by basically making the PS5 behave like the previous consoles for all but the PS2, which would have to have its own processor due to the difficulty to replicate that system. So sounds like a common emulation through software yeah. um, for the other ones, and then it sounds like they're going to have to do some sort of Kind of interesting that the PS2 requires that. Well, the PS2 was such a difficult system to develop for, and mm. it, it's it been kind of notorious for that. It was just a giant pain in the ass to work on. And then, of course, they completely changed everything around for the PS3, and it was still a giant pain in the ass to work on, just in a completely different way. So, Do you think Microsoft is the same with whatever their new console comes out with? Like Xbox One, Xbox 360, Xbox... Yeah, I mean, they've already been doing it with a 360 to the Xbox One, so I don't really... But if they do it as easy? Because this sounds like it's not like... Because the problem right now, right, is that they have to do a bunch of shit in the back end for backwards compat program, and you can't just, like, pop a disc in. You know what I mean? I I kind of wonder if they've been future-proofing themselves. Um, I would hope so. I would think they would. Um, Especially for Xbox One games. Like, I'd be super pissed if I have to sit there and be like, okay, I have to wait you know, a year and a half to be able to play Overwatch. I would imagine since they really started this backwards compatibility program pretty early on uh, in the Xbox One, I, I would think that most of the stuff that came out after that is already kind of future-proofed, so when the Xbox Two or the Xbox 720 or whatever they're going to call it <laughs> comes out, I, I I would assume that most of the games are already set up for that and ready to go, I would hope at least. Um but oh, yeah, dude, me too. I really hope that they do that. I think at this point in time, if a console comes out and they don't have backwards compatibility on it, they are going to be in a world of hurt. Because I, I mean, look at Sony—they're they're really pushing it this time around because they kind of dropped the ball on that this this console generation. Yeah, and they were forgiven for it because Xbox dropped the ball harder early on in the generation. But uh, I think this next generation—that's going to be a must, absolutely. Sweet. Awesome. All right, dude, here's the last piece of news before we get into our Anthem experience. (laughs) Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Uh, So a new game uh, was announced today and also dropped today. It is called Apex Legends, and it is out for PS4, Xbox, and Origin on PC. Uh, Apex Legends is a Battle Royale-style game from the creators of Titanfall, Respawn, that has you play as legends from the series, which, uh, mind you, I don't recognize any of these legends from the series, but 
they're there, and maybe it's all new characters. But anyway, uh, they're basically hero-type characters that are new to the series, and they have unique strengths and abilities, and they kind of just toss you into the 60-player, three-man team battle royale. Uh, while the game may be set in the Titanfall universe, there is no wall running or titans in the game. So it's pretty much straightforward um, gameplay, uh, run, shoot, normal right. stuff. Uh, Respawn made it very clear that they have six core principles uh, for this game, and it is posted right up on their webpage for this. Uh, number one is making one of the most engaging battle royales ever is what fuels them. Uh, they're dedicated to supporting this game for years to come. No buying gameplay advantage, period. Mm -hmm. uh, players who never spend money still have the ability to earn cosmetics. Uh, players have agency in choosing how to, re how to acquire cosmetics, and they want to be as transparent as possible. Um, so this game was originally thought to be the next Titanfall game, Titanfall 3, and um, apparently it is not. <laughs> so this is a rumored one? Yeah, this was the, mm. the rumored Titanfall 3. So in an interview with Eurogamer, Drew McCoy, who is the lead producer of Apex Legends, said, uh, There are some people who think there are too many Battle Royale games or it's a fad. The world thinks we're making Titanfall 3, and we're not. This is what we're making. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, they dropped the trailer, and uh, at the end of the trailer, they immediately said, hey, this game's out. Um, so I downloaded it and played, I, I bet you I played probably four matches. This is about all I had time for, okay. and I had a blast with it. But I also am a huge fan of Titanfall 2. I loved it. Even without the Titans, without the wall running, everything feels very fast-paced and very, I mean, it still feels like Titanfall. A lot of the guns are the same and things like that. It's just... Like you feel badass when you get a kill. Yeah, it's 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 very gotcha. good. It's awesome, man. And it's free to play with uh, all the microtransactions being solely cosmetic. So I think that's awesome. Um, as far as the players uh, will never have to... Uh, they they don't have to spend money for cosmetics. That is very true. Uh, they kind of do it in a loot box system, kind of like um, kind of like Overwatch, where when you level up, you get a loot box type deal, and you get uh, three items out of it, and they're everything from voice lines to player banners to um, player skins and gun skins. Um, mm -hmm. So I mean, there's a lot to unlock, but. I, it feels just like uh, Overwatch's unlock system to me. I, I was mean, gonna it say, like, feels the whole, very the whole okay. thing. The whole thing felt like a Overwatch and Fortnite like had a baby, mm -hmm. which is great because yeah. I, I love the there's things I love about Overwatch and there's things that I hate about Overwatch, and there's things that I love about Fortnite in some aspects. And there's a lot of things I hate about Fortnite in a lot of aspects, and yeah. I think they married both of them perfectly together. I think they found that that happy medium between them, and uh, as it's far like as more the, serious, right? Like it's the, yeah. it's like serious, but also playful. But it's not pushing like some like fantasy based like goofiness on you. You know what I mean? Like it's right. not. You can still feel like a badass versus like Fortnite. I feel is like more goofy and fantasy yeah. based, which is fine. I mean, obviously, it does great, but that's uh, that. It's kind of meets in the middle between. I'm not even gonna throw PUBG in on this one. I, I'm gonna say like Blackout. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say it meets in the middle between Blackout, 
the Call of Duty uh, Battle Royale and Fortnite. And I think it finds this very happy medium where your characters are still kind of playful and they kind of banter back and forth. But at the same right. time, I mean, uh, it, it there's nothing really cartoony about it or anything like that. I mean, obviously your characters aren't like realistic looking characters completely, but um, it, it's Titanfall Battle Royale with with no mechs. I mean, it, it's it's awesome. I I really really had a lot of fun with it. As soon as I saw the trailer for it, I texted you and Craig and told you guys to download it because it's three man teams. Perfect Craig for us. In, Craig makes it into the podcast again. He makes it in again, and he doesn't does nothing. He doesn't contribute anything. anything. <laughs> no, he hasn't done anything. Nor was he ever asked to. I might add that. I mean, it's that not is like true. He asked him to do anything, and he never did it. He just somehow makes it into this. I'm pretty the sure best he doesn't part even is, listen to all the episodes either. No, that's the worst because part. he probably quits right before we talk about him. So <laughs> I've said knows. something about him how he makes it into the podcast all the time, and he's like, "I do." What? <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate oh, the man. support. But no, I think I, it's brilliant that they launched this thing and just kind of just put it out there because I think that's yeah. how you have to do it. Because yep. if, you, if you listen to his interview, he thinks that people think that there are too many battle royale games, and honestly, I do think there are too many. Yeah, but if you just if you're EA Games, you just kind of just drop a game one day and you're like, hey, check it out. Here you go, right. guys. Here's a brand new game based on Titanfall. And even then, being within EA Games, Respawn is kind of like that unicorn. They're kind of that that mm-hmm. company that mm-hmm. somehow they have don't still... don't told what to do, I don't Yeah, think. they still they get, get to, to get keep... Leash. Yeah, they, they have at least a very long chain, if nothing else, and... And they're very well respected. I mean, a lot of people really, really love the Titanfall series and really oh, yeah. love what they've done. I think there's um, people that are pissed that Titanfall three. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm a little on. disappointed, but yeah, it's gonna uh, still be worked on right now. Yeah, there's definitely that possibility. I mean, of course they're gonna say they aren't making it because they just put out a new game, and you're not gonna be like, well, this is just to tide you over until we get to the other game. You know, it's not gonna be anything like that. But I think. I think this was very smart. I think it's going to do very well. They went with a free-to-play model, which Fortnite has proven can be very, very successful, Brilliant. especially for people who are trying to get away from Fortnite, per se, and mm-hmm. get to something a little bit more mature and something that is uh, still is very generous in the better. way... It, yeah. yeah. Themed, well, not better, but themed in a, in a way that is yeah. more and action-y, I guess. And it's futuristic, but not overly futuristic no you know, it's not like no, space or anything crazy like that you, you know still relate the characters still feel human even the yeah. robot that's in it still feels human i absolutely love that robot yeah he's like a bastion <laughs> from like overwatch he was, he's he talks and he's got this big smiley face yeah, on his chest it's fantastic stuff, yeah he's like running around he's like time to use a zip line <laughs> it's so great funny. man um we, i'm looking forward to playing it with you guys i really good. i really think that this game beats Fortnite. I, I think, think it, it has that potential. Chunk, dude. I think, I think it so too. It really does. Because there, there's all, I mean, for the most part, your biggest demographic with Fortnite is usually younger kids, right? Ninja. And Ninja. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think the older crowd that has been playing Fortnite solely because it's a free-to-play title and they don't have to have anything invested into it if they don't want to other than their time, right. I think this is a great alternative that is going to do... I think it's going to do great. I think it's going to yep. definitely... I, 
I don't think it's going to drown out Fortnite by any means, but I think no. they're going to be able to coexist and both be extremely successful. Oh, they're definitely going to take market share for sure. Oh, absolutely. I think it's going to kill PUBG. Oh, it PUBG, <laughs> I, I don't know how it's been hanging on this long, but here we are, and I think this... I probably said this with the Call of Duty blackout, but at the same time, I think this is the nail in the coffin. I really, really do. Well, you know, you said I don't know how it's hanging around, but, I mean, that's kind of how herpes works. Yeah, it's it's just like herpes. (laughs) It goes away and it comes right back, and not even the good kind. (laughs) Is there a good kind of herpes? (laughs) That's what one of my buddies used to always say. What, and not even the good kind? No, he used to say he got herpes, but don't worry, it's a good kind. It keeps going away. <laughs> the good like, guy. but then I got it again. Like, oh man. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Well, hey, uh, you know, EA released that uh, game uh, today, and uh, you know, good on them uh, for having a good mark on them. Um, maybe they released it because uh, what we're going to talk about here in a second is not good, um, and that's kind of a pre-warning. Uh, so we put on our Instagram a little while back, uh, just Anthem, the VIP demo had launched and we actually did not have access to the VIP demo because we didn't pre-order it because we were scared of shit to pre-order this game. Thank God. Yeah. Um, (laughs) and so people on Instagram had asked us, Hey, can't wait to hear about your, you know, review on this. And evidently we had to wait, you know, about another week, week and a half until we could actually, you know, properly, uh, review it. Um, because we just got to play it this weekend, and we put quite a fair bit of hours into it. We beat it. We beat the demo. Um, we did everything we could in the demo. Uh, we played multiple javelins, and we'll get into that in a second. Um, but so before we get into this and our review of it, those who have not played it, this game plays a lot like a Destiny in in some aspects. As Brody twitches his eyes, like, please don't say that. But this this game is okay. This game is trying to be a Destiny. This game is trying to be a Destiny esque game. Um, it's core gameplay mechanic that sets it aside from everything else is the fact of the suit in which you're flying in, which the, all the suits are called javelins, and then there's different classes of them. There's like Storm. There's um, oh my gosh, what escapes me? There's Storm, the main Ranger, one. Colossus. Ranger, Colossus and Interceptor and Interceptor and each one is kind of like a a different class they have different skills Storm I mean use your imagination with that essentially you can cast lightning bolts and stuff like that it's like Storm from X-Men almost in that instance <laughs> Colossus is like the Hulkbuster <laughs> it looks <laughs> Pretty, it almost looks like just identical like the Hulkbuster um, but anyways the, the, the key difference is that mechanic of, of flying around and we'll get into what we thought about that. But basically the gist of it, Destiny-esque game, gameplay mechanic changes with that. It's supposed to be challenging and, and difficult. Um, and it is supposed to place a little bit more of a more open world feel to their maps. Uh, but we'll also get into that as well. Uh, and so I guess the proper way to start this off is... Right when you first start the game, let's just start, dude. Like right with the main, like little city that you're put into, um, with what? It's not Matthias that they call him. They call him Matthias or something like that instead. They yeah. pronounce his name really weird. But anyways, you, you get put into this into the city, and the first thing you fucking notice about this game is the motion blur. And 
Brody and I were so <laughs> confused by this motion blur. We have no idea how it passed and made it into, keep in mind, not an alpha, not a beta, a demo. A demo. And the way I like to look at demos is, <clears throat> one, a demo is supposed to be pretty much... This is why you should buy our game. Correct. The, the whole point is buy our game at the end of the demo because you're hooked on it. And right. I also like to look at in the past as demos used to be put on fucking CDs and then shipped and taped to a magazine because they were done. They were the game. It was a slice, a sliver of the game. It wasn't in progress. It wasn't like massive things were in progress. I'm cool if there's like a day one patch where it's like little minute things. Mm-hmm. But this game was You broken. shouldn't be changing the whole game by the day one pass when you're correct. What two three weeks away from launch? Yeah, like, this most this motion blur almost made me sick. Like I, I'm not yeah. even kidding. Like I, I was, could not play the game with this motion it, blur. It was 30 seconds, and I hear, "Oh my god, I think I'm gonna be sick." <laughs> like, oh no, because <laughs> I had turned it on yes. slightly before you, so I I was waiting for you to get on, and I I turned on Anthem, and I went in and. I was trying to walk, and it was it made me dizzy. It was so yes. bad. And so the first thing I did, I, I've never done this. I never go straight to the graphics like this. I went immediately to the settings menu and adjusted the, uh, the, the graphics because the, the motion blur was terrible. I turned off the motion blur, and I went back to the game, and... It really uh, didn't fix a whole lot, but at least I didn't throw up. Dude, uh, there's it was that. like you were walking at like two miles an hour, and it's like you were in freaking hyperspace in the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> like it's just like like tunnel vision. It's like stuff was just flying by you at like a million miles an hour. And then I did a test where I'm like, hey, I wonder what it would be like to, to put on motion blur and just you know hold my thumb over the thumbstick and just turn to the right and just spin. And I'll tell you what, you ever sat in an office chair and just someone, like one of your buddies just spun you around by like, you know, like moving your leg each time? That's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. I was like, I could not focus. I thought maybe I'll move closer to my TV. Idiot. All right. (laughs) Made me feel more gross. I tried. I tried to give it a shot. I can't express enough. If you can find gameplay video online, if someone was dumb enough to turn the, keep the motion blur on while they game, while they while they stream this on Twitch or or on YouTube, go check it out. It makes no sense as to how that made it. Like we, honest to God, we are perplexed. Normally, yeah. we say things like, "I don't know how this made it in the game," and it's kind of like lighthearted, where it's like, oh, "Yeah, like oh, put an oversight." Right. This just made no sense. Like, no. this, and there was I zero thought, sense to this. I thought I was going crazy at first until you said something about it. But <laughs> then we said drunk. something to Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, how many did I drink already? But and then my my brother in law played with us that night. Yes. And or the the next day is when he, he shot me a text. He's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Everything's Shout fine. Out to Ethan. Yeah. And I, I could not – I thought I was going legit crazy because he said he didn't have any problems, and I thought I was going to vomit. I thought I was just going to puke things, everywhere. It was terrible. Maybe it's things where once you're past, like, 25 or you're at 25, like, your yeah. case buds change. Yeah. Maybe EA's developed a motion blur that just, like – Like, you know how babies can hear sounds? 25 and under. Like, babies can hear sounds that we can't hear now, you know? Yeah. 
Is that what it is? <laughs> this game was made for like only we twenty three and younger. Only we can see, but Ethan can't see it. <laughs> and we're like, what is going on? And he's you like, man, this happened. is great. I, 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 everything looks fine. Um, oh, all right, man. so past the motion blur, kind of the hub, the central hub that you're in. The demo doesn't really have you move around too much of the hub. It's like a straight shot to everywhere you need to go for right. for that. And every time you come back from doing a mission, um, you come back and talk to Matthias, and uh, I'm going to be honest with you, uh, one of my cutscenes did not work. Yeah. And oddly enough, it was a cutscene where right after there's a pop-up asking me if I would like to purchase Anthem, which isn't great. <laughs> <laughs> not great um the cutscenes look beautiful the character design i will say this so i'm gonna get in some good stuff before we really kind of get into the cons i think let's do that okay so right. let's just talk about everything good about the game and then we'll get into kind of our, our cons because we've discussed kind of our first like this is what happened when we opened it up we almost threw up before we move away from the hub city i will i have I would like to say a couple cons about it because I think I once we get going on the rest of the gameplay, I'm going to forget to come back to it. Okay, go for it. But for the hub city, everything is extremely slow. You walk terribly slow. Yes, like you're insane. There's no jumping. Putting, putting there's no running. There's no anything. It's like you're at the pool and the lifeguard's shouting at you to not run, don't jump, no horseplay. <laughs> All you can do Everyone's is drunk. walk very slowly. Everyone's drunk. That's um, a motion blur. There was uh, the way they really advertised it was like it, this hub city was going to be alive, and maybe it does become alive later on in the game. But where uh, it, the this sliver is supposed to be? The this point is on supposed that, to be level ten. Level ten, level 10 yeah. to fifteen is what this demo right. should take you on a journey of. So th this shit should already be live in my yeah. books. That's oh, fair. Go on, sorry. But anyway, uh, I, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, man. Just something. <laughs> Look, dude, I'm just trying to keep it real. That's the whole thing that we do here. Yeah, I know. No I know. No sugarcoating shit. Um, but yeah, the, the hub city was not great for me. It was actually, I, I hated the fact that I had to load back into the hub city every time because there's half the time there's no reason for it, especially after you beat the missions in the demo. Just right. Like do it Destiny style, where it loads you into a directory and then you select your next mission and go. There's no reason to go back to this hub city. But anyway, I'll let you carry on with the good now. Cool. So I'm uh, just gonna hammer out a quick couple of good kind of generic pros about this of this game of the demo, the slice that we've we've played of this game. So pro, I do think it is a pretty game when you are standing still, and we'll get into that later. <laughs> That's the truth. I know, I know. It's a sad truth. It's it's the truth. Uh, um, yeah. I do think that the character designs are very cool in the hub. Uh, the ones that you can walk around, like the people, the designs are really cool. They're like realistic. Everything's like super realistic in the hub, but they're also got a little bit of like a kind of cool like fantasy vibe to them. Yeah. Um, like the light up face tattoos and things yeah, like that. Yeah, futuristic kind of tribal cool stuff. Um, second to that, uh, the cutscenes look fantastic. The way that the uh, lips and mouth move specifically on the characters mm -hmm. is great. It doesn't look like a Terrence and Philip talking to you. <laughs> it, <laughs> it looks like um, someone really took the time to do that. And I think they mocap the, the faces of the individuals who are doing that for the cutscenes, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, the javelins, I thought, looked 
really cool. Um, some of them, like the Colossus and um, Storm, I wasn't too happy with. The Colossus, the only reason for that is, we pointed out earlier, it really did look like the Hulkbuster. And Almost that's, identical. That's cool, but I also felt like people have also done these big mechs before, like this big tanky brute mech, yeah. and it looked very close to how everyone else does one of these, and I just feel like there could have been a lot more imagination behind that. Um, and keep in mind, we did only see one armor set, so you you can correct. get different armor sets, but this was the only armor set that we ever saw was the, the default that it gave you. Right. I don't even know if it was dropping armor sets for anybody. I, as far as I know, I think it was just uh, no, the default. No, you had to go in and you had to select uh, other stuff if you want to, and then you can unlock it with gold. Uh, I couldn't even find that option to to do no. the different armor. I, I hey, saw well, like the. We'll talk about UI in a second. Oh boy, it's a whole other topic. Um, uh, other pros to it. Uh, I thought the music was really cool in game. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought some of the enemies were pretty cool, and uh, the environments. I really liked the design of the environments. I thought that they graphically looked really well, uh, put together, and that they were solid. Um, especially in the open world environment, I didn't feel like there was really any dead space. I felt like there was nooks and crannies to hide. I felt mm-hmm. like there was some cool areas that I probably could have went back to and I probably would have, you know, overlooked the first time. And those are... Oh, and matchmaking, once we finally figured it out, no one ever got dropped. It worked. Right. So that's a plus for me. Those are my pros. Brody, go with your pros before we launch into this um, so my pros are very similar. Um, the the cutscenes did look very good, and and they weren't they never uh, broke away into it like a a cutscene. Everything was right there. It just kind of went straight into it. Um, so it, it's almost hard to even call it a cutscene. It's just kind of like a character instance type of thing. Yeah. Um, but it, it looked very good. The like you said, the the models that they have in there, at least for the guy we were talking to every time we came back to the hub, the the Matthias or whatever his name was. Yeah, uh, he looked very well done. Everything looked very good there. Um, I was I, I was a big fan of how uh, a couple of the javelins looked. Like like you said on the Colossus, it it's kind of been done before but at the same time it did look cool mm-hmm. i just i i would have liked to see a little bit more there but um as far as being able to change the colors and all the customization that you can do to those titans is or titans wow uh, oh boy, <laughs> oh boy. uh to the javelins uh, I think that is a very awesome feature to be able to kind of stand out as far as what you look like while you're out in the world, even though it is kind of hard to see because there's a lot going on. But, you know, having the ability to customize things is such a big thing for me. I really like that that aspect of games. Um, I thought that, again, like you said, while you're standing still, everything looks fantastic. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous world that they have created. Um, and everything feels alive, like all the plants are moving and there's creatures wandering around and things like that. It it felt, it didn't feel stagnant. Everything had this movement to it that just really kind of sold the world to you. Um, I think as you ventured, you're kind of restricted as far as where where we went. We didn't really get into the free roam too much. We just kind of did more of the story and stuff. Mm -hmm. So if you ventured too far off the path, it would 
kick you back to where you need to be. But um, from what I did explore, everything was very, uh, very cool. But for the most part, we saw a lot of the same type of world. I don't know how much the terrain changes if we went somewhere else. I imagine it would. I would think change so. different bio biodomes and stuff or biomes. Yeah. Um, versus where we were at. The flying was actually kind of a plus for me. It mm. it has its flaws, don't get me wrong, but I think it felt like a lot of fun while you're flying around and it just it just has this I don't know, I, I assume it's what Tony Stark feels when he hops in, you know, his Iron Man suit and just takes off. I, it just kinda has this really neat um feeling to it, uh, without being Without being like, look at me, I'm flying. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's yeah, not over. The, it it seems natural. I, I somehow didn't even touch on that. That is kind of a pro for me. It's, I'm kind of a mixed bag. Yeah. Um, what I enjoyed about it is uh, what you point to. Like you felt like Iron Man mm-hmm. for a couple of seconds, and particularly for me, it was great. Kind of like f- some of the maps you have to fly through, like little nooks and crannies. Yeah. And when you got through there smoothly and you came out shooting, it out, felt like, like a badass. You were like, yeah, kick ass. <laughs> Um, so. and then I, I think, uh, the, the RPG elements as far as the, not so ne- not so much the weapons per se, but the, the abilities that you get, the, like the different grenades and things mm-hmm. like that. I thought that was kind of cool. It kind of, in a way, harked back to like Borderlands where you have the, the different grenades that do different things and you have the different shields that do different things and, right. um, but Honestly, I think that about wraps up my pros list as well. <laughs> yeah. We pretty much the same pros because I think those are the only pros to be had. Right. So then let's jump into um, our cons and our critiques on this, and we'll go just by category. Uh, some of them will be pretty quick. Uh, but before we get into this, I, this is kind of like our first real, like, in big, depth. in depth kind of review on, on a demo. Uh, that we've done on a podcast. And I think the way that we always want to do it going forward as Diggity is just brutally honest. Oh, yeah. Because I think that's the only way that you actually ever get around to making a good product. Um, and I think my my personal belief is video games are investments. Uh, yeah. They are ex- expensive as shit. Like if you want to sit there and tell me 60 bucks isn't expensive, take a gamble and $60 for a disc to put into your Xbox or... Sixty dollars at the click of a button on the on the Xbox store or PlayStation store, and you're taking a gamble, throwing sixty dollars out out the window on something you might not be able to return. You know that sucks. And so for us, we don't want to sugarcoat anything. Uh, I personally don't think we ever want our voices to be bought by any company. No, and we refuse that. And our goal is basically crawl through the bullshit of some video game reviews nowadays to be honest with you because there's a right. lot out there that try to just sugarcoat shit and it doesn't need to be and that's not that doesn't mean that we actively look to crap on stuff we just no, went through pros absolutely not and my big thing is i believe every game can be fixed but i review games as what is available to me the player in this instance i don't i don't sit here and go this is a demo I'm going to give them grace because they have the ability to fix it. No. When they fix it, they fix it. And it's fixed. And I'll talk about it when it's actually done. Because someone actually has to do something to change something. They can't just magically think about something changing and now it's okay. Because they have the ability to do so. So um, I guess 
I, I want to start out on the UI, and I'm actually be pretty brief and quick about this. Um, the UI, the UI in the game sucks. Uh, the the rule of thirds uh, is broken on numerous levels. Um, they tried to make the UI um, a a diagonal um, and like kind of like poly themed kind of UI with sharp angles. Everything is kind of like trapezoid based. Um, and it just it just does not work on a screen. Uh, it does not work on a screen that is a rectangle, which happens to be your television. If my television was a fucking trapezoid, it would probably work. It doesn't. Um, it. I mean, it, it was brutal. Like we would be, for example, for my javelin, I was trying to figure out how to change the color of the javelin of my arm, like the armor of my javelin. And you go in, and normally when you're in a, a UI and uh, you're clicking over something, whether it be um, you know a, a freestyle dot slash cursor that moves on screen, or uh, you are it's a snap uh, to button or action button. There's usually an outline, and some things had outlines and some things did not. And sometimes those outlines were the same color as the color you're trying to change. And it took me asking Brody and asking Zach how to change my color. And they're like, oh, you need to move to the right. Well, the problem is, is that the entire UI is like slanted like this. And so you're like, well, to the right. And it just doesn't seem natural because it's down here. Your yep. selection's up here. So you're like, I, okay, I as a human being, I can't go over. I have to go down in some instance, right? And it's just little things like that that pissed me off. Um, into the UI as well. I, I know I said matchmaking uh, was a pro for me. It was a pro based on the fact that nobody got booted. To set a squad up in this game pisses me off. Uh, one, it doesn't let you know when an invite has been sent. Um, and that could have been just a, a demo bug or something like that. I have no idea. Nonetheless, it shouldn't have been a thing. Um, on top of that, uh, you're only allowed four in a squad, uh, which is kind of a letdown. To be honest with you, like, I don't know. I feel like five or six would have been cool. Yeah. Um, Especially for us because we kind of have a, a core of at least three, and then we sometimes have cycle, two like six five, players. Six. Yeah, exactly. It, it just depends on who's online that night and right. all that. Yeah. But And um, the, the last con for me in terms of UI um, was really the fact that, like, I just don't understand what they're thinking when you had to ready up for matchmaking. And it just seemed like shit was just not working. Like you select on a map screen where you want to go. Then you have to exit out of that map screen. Then you have to ready up. Everybody in the party has to ready up and press X. But that's not clearly defined until you go to another diagonal screen and select yourself and ready yourself. And then you, the party leader, has to come over. And then when you click X which would start the matchmaking, sometimes it would work, and then you'd have to hold it because it wouldn't work, and then you would hold it and it would start doing it, but then you'd let go and it, would, it wouldn't work, and then you would tap it a bunch of times and then it would work. And I, none of us could, could ever make it work 100% the first time, um, and it just, I, the UI is a mess. Like, they fully need to redo that. Um, and the HUD, I was okay with the HUD. Um, I know some people really weren't online. Um, I thought the HUD was okay. Um, but the UI sucked. So your cons about the UI? Uh, the UI, the the color, uh, changing your color of your javelin, which 
I, I was able to tell you where it was just because I spent some time actually trying to figure out where it was. <laughs> I, I stared at that screen and yes. I tried to change it the first time. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I, I, I can choose like the material, if, whether it's yeah, whether it's shiny, sick. which is awesome. It's awesome. a fantastic feature. You could feature. choose yeah. plastics, rubbers, leathers, right? Uh, like alloys, anything. stainless steel. Anything yeah, is great. And so I stared at that the first time I went in to change my javelin, and I, I got it somewhat set up. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm just black and white then. So that's where we're at. <laughs> and uh, I finally went back in and I stared at it for a while, and I finally was like, eh, what the hell? I'll try going to the right. And I went to the right, and it just kind of puts you on this little box. It doesn't tell you what it is. So you. Like you were saying, you you got the polygon shapes, right? So it comes out and it comes down at a diagonal. And from that diagonal, now I am on to the right end of this polygon. Right. And it it's not labeled, it doesn't tell you anything. No. It just and it's and it's highlighted the same color as the rest as of it. So you can't color. even tell you're on anything. And no. I just so happened to click A, I'm like, oh, hey, here it is. <laughs> like uh, that is just bad, bad UI design. I I don't design UIs by any means, but I do uh, I do use my eyeballs to look at things, and I can tell you right now that <laughs> no is, way that is not pleasant on the eyeballs. <laughs> no way. Um, as far as the HUD, I think the HUD was fine. I I didn't really have any major issues with the HUD. It, it is what it is. Um, the Biggest UI slash gameplay esque type thing that was an issue for me is the fact that when you get an item in game, you cannot switch to it in game. If you hit your start menu, it does not have a backpack or an inventory or anything like that. And I know this is not directly UI, but it oh, it's sorry. it's tied in enough to me. I it, I feel like that's such a core thing and a loot and loot and shoot game that I should be able to go into an inventory menu and equip whatever I just picked up. That's just how it should work. Hey, that's common sense. Yeah. Um, Don't be using that now. Right. right. Yeah, get away from that. Uh, As far as the multiplayer thing, I did end up finding out that you can actually just hit X from that main menu there. It it shows down on the bottom of the screen. It's not very visible. It's not very obvious at all. No, it's fucking... Dark gray on a slightly yeah. darker gray background. Right. It, it was terrible. Great. And I cannot even imagine what it would be like to try to play this game if you were colorblind. It is an absolute disaster. It is just asking for someone to complain about it because there is no way someone who is colorblind is going to be able to play this game. There's no accessibility for them. It's just the way it is. I don't know what the colorblind uh, options change in-game because I... I did see they have some. They did have some colorblind issue or uh, adjustments, but uh, as it stands, like they'd have to completely redo everything in the UI in order for it to work properly. And I, I just that that UI was slow and buggy. And like you said, when we tried to load up a game, you have to go down to so fifty start, steps for no. Yeah, reason. it was it, way too many steps for something that should have been one button and you're um, off. Zach had. Was it Zach that gave the good description of it or uh, someone probably. in our group? I it was probably Zach. Zach. 
which is another one of our buddies that, that doesn't he, at he at least listens. He at least listens. So thank you, Zach. Um, <laughs> thank you also for serving the country. Yeah. Um, his point was, it just seemed like someone just said, "How can I make?" just the fucking craziest looking UI and make you feel like you were operating like a fucking supercomputer. Because he's like, <laughs> everything has like three to four extra steps that are not needed. And then on top of that, everything had like some crazy color scheme to it, some crazy sheen. Or like some menus would be like, the font would be massive. The yeah. selection would be massive. And then the next screen, the font is tiny and the selection is tiny <laughs> and like like for example the color selecting your color the square for the color was like the size of like a hockey puck on my on my tv screen now obviously i have a 16 inch tv however it was massive on a smaller screen as well yeah it's just i don't understand why they went with that um and normally i wouldn't critique a ui this bad but literally it it prohibited us from playing the game properly for so long yeah. Because we had to figure out where everything was. And it wasn't a normal like, oh, here's a new game. Oh, I don't know in these menus. Let's figure it out. It was it just didn't work. Like we right. we, we tried we played this two days straight, this demo. Mm-hmm. With different people. And every single time we tried to do something with that group of people, more than half of us had no fuck idea what we were doing in the menus. <laughs> or we're like, Well, hold on, that was there. Where is it now? Or wait no, Craig, you got to click through three screens to then get to that button. Or Zach, no, you got to, oh, you want to change the color, Zach, make sure you go into this, slide to the right, then then go down one and slide over to the right. I know it I know it looks like you're not on it. You're there though. <laughs> now, now don't click A, click Y. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, weird. Anyways, let's see UI. Um, next category on this, let's go right into gameplay. Because uh, that's, that's what people care about the most. All right. Oh, boy. Here it goes. Cons on this. If, if you thought it couldn't get worse from the UI, here we go. So, I appreciate the flying mechanic. Okay? I appreciate what they try to do. Like I said, you do feel badass when you're slipping through, like, a little crack in the wall. And you're like, yeah, I came out the other end. You know, great. I like feel a, a giant butt coming on, like Nicki Minaj size butt right now. But <laughs> camera fucking sucked when you're flying, especially if you had to make tight turns. And I feel like if the camera zoomed out a little bit more, that wouldn't be a problem. I also felt like in the open air, I was sup- I felt super feathery. Uh, that could have just been who I was using. Um, I tried Storm. And I used Ranger, correct? Yeah. Yeah, Ranger and Storm. Um, So it could have just been those characters. I didn't play Colossus. Brody did. Um, But it felt feathery to me. Um, On the flying, the overheating drove me nuts. Yeah. I get it. You can hover over water and you don't overheat, which I think is also stupid. Uh, I get (laughs) it. You can fly lower over water and you don't overheat. Problem is, in the demo... Aside from the 15 fucking waterfalls you have to dive down, there's not like where you actually fight. There's not you. There's there's so much shit that you can't fly low to the ground like that. And then the other thing that people are like, well, hey, you can just go up and then down and up and then down like a glider, you know. (laughs) 
And I'm like, okay, cool, great. So now I look like a fucking dolphin in the air. Now I don't look yeah. like Tony Stark. Now I look like some idiot that's just doing, you know, going up and down, up and down, up and down to conserve the overheating. So that's the flying from the gameplay. Brody, your con's on the flying. And then I, we'll keep going through the gameplay. Yeah. I I hated probably one of my biggest complaints about the flying was the fact that when you initiate the flying, you boost straight forward for like 30 feet without being able to do much of anything because you just take off Fair right enough. now. So uh, for me, there was a few times I needed to fly, but I couldn't fly straight forward. I needed to, to take off and get out of there, you know, because you're in combat and it's like, hey, I got to bail, right? And so then I would do that. And I would fly right into a wall or a, a rock Crash. because I have no no choice. I have nowhere else to go. And so I would have liked for, I don't know, maybe like a soft takeoff. Like maybe not try to go up to the fucking moon right now. Just an idle. Yeah. I'd maybe just kind of hover a little bit and put it in park. Back out. <laughs> I, just something. Or, or even just boosting straight up. Like something like oh, that yeah, would have been, been pretty great. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the overheating was ridiculous i understand there's gear and things that affect your overheating later on and things that can make it better but this was level 10 though this is level 10 level i I mean as we did play the demo i did get some gear that was like a five percent increase to overheat time right yes but at the same time it should be significantly better than what it was and then you can still add gear to it the overheating mechanic as a whole just seems kind of dumb to me. Like, I'm in a giant Iron Man costume flying around, but you're telling me it overheats Correct. in 10 seconds. It, it, but I can take giant... ridiculous amount of damage to this thing, and it's yes. fine. You're in a but... giant Iron Man suit, yet you have the ability to cool yourself to that of a Ford Pinto. Right. But this very high-tech machinery, armor, whatever, cools down as it's over water. Like, is it siphoning the water and science, bro? Water cooling this thing? Like, what's going on here? It doesn't make any sense. And on top of that, for them to was the fact that there's no fucking explaining that because it was ten to fifteen. But go on. Yeah. Sorry, that's just a key point. Yeah. There was no. You were just kind of here. You go. Yeah. Figure it out. Uh, And on top of that, for them to pay attention to water as as physics during that portion of it is really dumb because if you catch on fire and you run in water, it does nothing. So for <laughs> all of a sudden... We're getting ahead. We're getting ahead. Well, getting no, ahead. It, it ties in. It ties in. <laughs> okay. I'm saying to pay attention to water physics in one portion but not the rest of it is kind of stupid. But anyway, yeah. the the flying, I agree. It kind of it felt a little floaty, everything. like If you went to turn, it kind of took a little bit. I mean, there was no... No drastic movements. Uh, I hated the initial takeoff, and I, I think there was a lot of cool things about the flying. But at the same time, I thought it needed some work for sure. Yeah, uh, what, but what as far cool, as the gameplay aspect of it, I think that's probably one of the coolest parts. Yeah, what was cool was subdued by things that just like things that just should have been. I, I feel like kind of easier to nail down. Like, yeah. let me make tighter turns. Let me do cool shit. Let mm-hmm. you boost straight up. Let you just kind of float there for a couple minutes and then go out. You know, yeah. like it just, it, it was hard on that aspect. Okay, cool. So flying mixed bag for sure. Um, yeah, at best. So moving from the fly mechanic, cause that is 
one of the main things of this other selling point. Let's talk about enemies. Oh boy. I thought the design of most enemies in this game generic. were kind of meh. Very, very generic. Kind of generic, uh, except for the giant ball sack spider thing that we fought. <laughs> that was just weird. The, um, the giant spider with three glowing ball sacks on its back. Yeah, that was correct. great. Super Fantastic. weird. Fantastic. Uh, generic uh, enemy design, and to me also... They when enemies attack you in this fucking game, they all of them have the same color of fucking attack as the warning signs that are coming at you, your HUD, and everything just kind of blends. And I don't know what it is that made that blend. I don't know if it was the frame rate, because we'll get into that for a second. But you just when when there was a bunch of enemies, I mean, and I, I get the flying thing. But I wanted to be on the ground in some instances. And it just felt like my whole job was just fly to the most northern part of the map, shoot a bunch of enemies while I float there, fly to the most southern point of the map now, shoot a bunch of enemies that are there, fly to the east, fly to the west. Because you could never land. And there was times where I would be behind like a rock, a massive boulder, and mm-hmm. like someone's laser or whatever they're firing would just beam around that rock and hit me yeah and the moment you became open it was over you were just knocked down i have never been knocked down so much in a game and i don't think as a group we've ever had to revive each other so much in a game and we were playing on normal well we were playing on hard also well we played on yeah we played on hard the second day we played on normal the first night the first night we played on normal and i didn't see much difference between normal and hard in some instances yeah um and it, it was just it was so weird to me it's like they're like we want to make it hard and they thought the way to make it hard was just throw as much shit at you at one time as they possibly could and I don't no. think that's the way you do it like at all I um, think yeah the, Go ahead, sir. the the worst part about the enemies for me is uh, the first night we were playing we made it to the third level or something like that somewhere. I don't remember we somewhere in the demo and there was like a boss fight. You had to take out this giant mech, right? And they had two rocks that you could basically take cover behind. The only problem with this is you'd clear the ad so you could take cover behind this rock and then shoot at the mech. Well, the the game decided it's okay to spawn enemies behind these rocks all of the time. And this is the only cover on the entire little arena that you're fighting in. And so constantly... You're clearing ads, and you cannot shoot at the boss. So you take a couple pop shots at the boss, but mind you, he's a giant bullet sponge, so he takes a ridiculous amount of damage. And then by the time you finally got those pop shots off, you are completely overwhelmed. You have to fly up, take off, get out of there, and I probably hit a rock on the way out because flying. And (laughs) I land try to find cover the best I can and I'm being shot like you said they were either shooting they were curving their their laser beams around these rocks or they are shooting through them or whatever right. the hell was going on somehow I was being shot and there was no one around me so yeah. I don't know your pinky finger was around the rock and you took all the yeah damage. and we were playing that first night it was 
you and me and mm-hmm. two randoms, and I could. Uh, it was all we could do to stay alive. Uh, one person would be alive half the time. You go run, uh, pop a shield so you get somebody up. Go grab the next guy, and it was just a a giant mess. And there was, like you said, the, their way of making it more difficult was just throwing enemies at you. Just a stupid amount of enemies. And instead of, you know, adding mechanics or something interesting to it, it's just giant, giant swarms of enemies that are giant bullet sponges. And it's just, it's mm-hmm. terrible. It, oh, it should not take too? me three mags to kill oh. a regular enemy. It's the And these are with headshots, too. It's so just, bad. It's the, the shield system on the, the and elites. And they refresh themselves, it heal themselves, yeah. the shield... By the, yeah, you would start taking a shield down, and by the time you have reloaded to finish off the shield, his shield was back up. Yeah, so you had to use an ab- ability to, like a grenade or something, and then shoot him with everything you have to get his shield down, and then you have a few seconds. But even then, it's just it, it was too much, and the way they did it was just, it was cheap. It, it didn't feel like it was hard because it, it was difficult because of mechanics or anything like that. It no. was like a cheap artificial difficulty. No, that it, was yeah, just, it was just, let's just throw more shit at them. Yeah. Like, oh, you're on hard? Okay, well, this guy is now going to fire twice as many. Yeah, and you know, now you're on fire and poisoned for who knows why. why right. And it wasn't redeeming. It wasn't no. redeeming feeling. Like, it wasn't like, holy shit, this is hard. And right. then, like, because we, we did the whole demo. And we and, played against the boss battles. And when we did the 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 ball sack spider, we <laughs> we played the lovingly uh, we, named. It's called the Tyrant King, but whatever. But anyways, ball sack spider. <laughs> we played the ball sack spider. Like it was forty minutes, dude. Yeah, forty minutes on. Hard. And it wasn't it wasn't forty minutes of like, oh look, he's changing up how he attacks now. Oh look, like the only difference that changed is he crawled. He crawled up the wall, and then he would come down. And then, like, at the start, he would, like, spit webs or whatever out of his ball sack. And it was just, <laughs> like, it, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't redeeming at all. Like, when no. we beat him, when we beat him, it wasn't like a destiny where we're like, holy shit, we kicked ass. Like, there we go. Right. We did it. It was just like, uh, I'm done. And now it's time to turn this game off and never play it again. Yeah, we were all like, okay, cool. Yeah, we 40 minutes demo. of fighting that boss. And it was just... It was forty minutes. There was nothing of redeeming ball about sack. it. Shooting Not, a crawling ball sack on the wall. I I felt like I didn't get anything impressive as far as gear nope. wise out of it. There was nothing that would push me to do that again. No, not at all. I, and and then and then again to your point earlier or what we both discussed for the hard stuff, it'd be like, oh, you got it down to its last notch. So what we do, we throw a bunch of fucking cauliflower with stick lags that when you shoot it in the head it explodes into an acid and kills you problem is there's no warning signs of when an enemy is approaching from behind you until they attack you there's no way to see where shit is coming from you can't hear them the spawn they were completely silent i'm just gonna call them like spawn points or pylons or whatever the spawn pylon points were had so much health to them and when you to try and blow them up so you could stop enemies from coming in it was absurd it just nothing about it was like yeah we're kicking ass and whoo you know thank god i invested 40 minutes into killing this it was no it was great you know i just shot at a ball sack for 40 minutes right on my television fantastic this is great 
Uh, and, and it, it just sucked. Like it, it really it just. It, and I, I hate to use that, but like I, I hated it. Like it, it sucked. It sucked fighting enemies. It sucked fighting the bosses. Right. And coming from Destiny, and uh, for me, when you would play Destiny, yeah, there would be a lot of ads. But the thing is, you could clear ads. And then shoot, you at least get a little free right. window in there where you can take down the boss and feel like and you're making you progress. Stuff. And it gave you stuff. I felt And like you the, got rewarded, right. I feel like, and we'll get into that in a second after enemies, but I feel like the drops did not abysmal. reward you. Abysmal. Did not reward you or help you in any yeah. way. The, but like I was saying with the, the Destiny thing, like the, you get this window to at least whittle away at the boss's health and feel like you're making progress, and yep. then another wave of ads come. They come in waves, whereas in Anthem, it was just an onslaught of these random ads and and just awful, like some of them were difficult. I mean, some of them had these shields and they had a ton of health. The and scouts, yeah, the scouts were terrible. I could never, against. never, oh ever God. keep enough ammo to to stay alive like i i could i it was just a massive like run away and wait for my grenade to come back throw a grenade again go in pick up ammo now i can stay alive for a little bit longer oh but wait now i killed the people around me and i'm going to take a pop shot at the boss and oh wait nope now i can't because there's more ads again it's like it it wasn't no the way they designed and mind you other than the the ball sack spider, the rest of them were just regular missions. These weren't even these weren't even like raids. They weren't s- strikes. If you're familiar with Destiny or anything like that, no. these were story missions with these bosses that were extremely difficult, way more than they should have been. Absolutely. Um, so moving from enemies, let's discuss let's discuss rewards and drops. For me, it was so frustrating with the ammo. I felt... Let's just talk about weapons, actually, into this. So, my gun felt okay. I ended up changing from what my Ranger had at the start to just a single-shot gun, which I found worked a lot better. The recoil on the Ranger gun that you start out with was, I thought, a little crazy, uh, and it was hard to control in many ways. I felt like I was wasting a lot of ammo not hitting an enemy. Um, due to the recoil, um, none of them like really screamed out to me as being like like when I was hold, like when you're in the view, I didn't feel like this is badass. You know, look at this gun I'm holding. This is badass right now. Yeah. Um, and none of them really screamed to me as like uh, anything that was different from, uh, you know, just a standard shooter. To be honest with you, I didn't like. There's nothing that made me when I got guns when they were dropped, and I. I could take a look at them none of them were like in destiny we were like holy shit that's awesome like not like yeah. the rat king holy shit that's awesome that's really right. cool that's great no it was just like here's a gun here's a different colored gun here's <laughs> like I, I just nothing was like and it didn't it, it sucked because it didn't make me even want to change anything yeah it was like whatever cool i found a gun and i just felt like it was going to be just a hassle to go through everything and try to figure everything out so after my like third or fourth change up of the gun, I decided, you know what, this is it. This is, yeah. this is just what I'm going to use, and that's it. And I'll use like other buffs down the road. Um, and I felt like my guns did not do enough damage at all. Um, I felt like they didn't hold enough ammo at all. Um, you know, we'll get to that in in. I guess we'll just touch on drops and weapons. 
um, on the drop side of things pretty quick for me. Not enough drops. Uh, not enough ammo. Our squad played. Half the time, I felt like I was just using the right and left bumpers uh, to cast my, you know, my, my grenade um, and a storm, my, using my storm or I was using the D-pad when I could to, I, I'm going to call it my ultimate, but, you know, use my ultimate on, on other, you know, other enemies. And it just became something where I just felt like I was casting shit and throwing grenades more than I was even able to use my gun. And that's because I was, because my gun didn't hold enough and what was dropping wasn't enough. There's also not enough health drops um, to supplement, you know, your your shield um, and your just general health. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know why. Again, I think they just went, well, you wanted to be hard. Okay, cool. We're taking less drops away from you. But there's already less to begin with in normal. Yeah. I think... Um... Again, I, I've been an avid Destiny player um, in the past, but the the feeling of being able to go in and yellow bars are basically what the elites were in in Anthem, right? So they're mm-hmm. they're these a these enemies that have like an overshield type deal. Um, in Destiny, you could at least get that shield down. Um, and in a reasonable amount of time and it didn't come up between reloads like it, there was enough time for everything to feel right but mm-hmm. it felt like i was using a airsoft gun the entire time i played this game it was worthless it barely killed anything the only thing you could actually take down with one mag was a a, a regular red bar enemy and that's supposed to be like yeah, the lowest of the low, right? It, it's as simple as it gets. It, a normal enemy uh, was the only thing that I could really take down uh, or even just get the shield down because red bars didn't have a, a shield. But uh, it just it, it felt like my gun did nothing. And like you said, it did not hold enough ammo. And I'm trying to fight off w- not even waves, just an onslaught of these these enemies yes and still trying to harm a boss and the only way you actually can get ammo is by killing enemies so if you have no ammo the only option you have is now to fall back and throw grenades and hope for the best and even then you're not guaranteed a drop of health or ammo and uh i tried a lot of different guns i tried a sniper rifle absolutely hated it it didn't do anything i could get a headshot on on an enemy and it it took like maybe a fifth of their shield down it, it was just worthless it didn't do anything as a sniper it needs to be more powerful like uh, again i i i shouldn't make all the comparisons to destiny but that that's what it's trying to compete against and mm. Um, so it's only fair to compare it to it. And, you know, in Destiny, you find an enemy with a shield, you shoot them in the head with a sniper rifle, and their <laughs> shield's gone. That's the whole purpose of the sniper rifle. It is yes. supposed to be a strong weapon. You were so annoyed with the sniper rifle. You oh, never was, right to be because it, it was terrible. Like a, well, what was it? it was uh, Zach that said, hey, the pistol's actually the strongest. Yeah. Yeah, the what pistol is the best gun in the game. This is the one that does the most damage. Uh, the LMGs, the light machine guns, bounced all over the place. You couldn't control them. The assault rifles had awful, awful control. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had decent luck with the marksman rifles, which is like uh, a three-round burst style assault rifle. 
uh, it did okay. Um, shotguns were okay as long as you were like two foot from the enemy. But you but couldn't, you do couldn't it get because it. You'd be swarmed. Yeah. Or you just get you know shot from all the crazy like 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 the distance that enemies. Yeah. Could fire was insane. Oh yeah. The, it would just um, travel across the mountain, just boop, hit you, the, and you just die. The drops that I got were garbage. I mean, by the time I finished a mission, and we touched on it earlier, where you can't actually change your gun in the middle of a game. You have to go to the hub world and go to the forge to actually change your gun or anything on your javelin. So you're getting these drops in-game, and you can't even do anything with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you picked a sniper rifle and you hated it, like I did, I was stuck with it. I had that and a shotgun for a whole mission and just had to suffer through it. It was hell. Absolute hell. Yeah, it didn't um, work out well for the group. No, it was not good at all. Um, it just, you, there's, you don't feel powerful at all. And I understand maybe if that's what they're going for, but at the same time, it's not fun. There's no fun in... And playing and feeling like you are not making any progress. Um, like I said, the sniper rifle felt like a BB gun if everything else felt like an airsoft gun. Mm-hmm. Hey, now the bullets are at least metal. It's a metal pellet now. Instead it's of airsoft, just, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's it was bad. And uh, you touched on the fact that I played as Colossus in there as well. Right, yeah. Uh, the Colossus is hot, steamy garbage. Absolutely terrible to control. You couldn't dodge uh, anything. It was just a mess. Uh, the The mission that I happened to play the Colossus on was the one where you got like the three uh, things that looked like berserkers from Gears of War, mm-hmm. and they have a bunch of attacks that you can't evade at all <laughs> because that makes sense. And they were just cheap attacks that automatically either track you or spawn next to you and have a giant area of damage or they're a giant ring that unless you're flying through the air you get hit by so playing as colossus on that was probably the worst experiences i had in the game and there was plenty (laughs) it was bad man oh all right uh last section um of this uh and it's a section that i i always want to have in our reviews uh and that's just performance uh, there's a lot of games out there nowadays that they run good for the first 50% of the game, and then the rest of the game they run like shit. Or they run great in single-player mode, but then when you get into multiplayer mode, it runs like hell. Um, for this game, uh, some key performance things, uh, the frame rate sucked. It ran terribly. Now, uh, yeah. for full disclosure, I ran it on an Xbox One S. Brody ran it on an OG Xbox One. And it ran like shit. Uh, we have a buddy who plays on an yeah. Xbox One X, X and it still ran like shit. shit. <laughs> yeah, and it still played like shit. So we, we played on all three different SKUs of the consoles for Xbox. Did not play on PlayStation, full disclosure on that. Uh, but we still saw people complaining about it. Um, yes. It, it did not run proper. Uh, it affected things to where the point where I didn't know exa- like what I pointed to previously. I didn't know if it was the frame rate that was fucking up the fact that I could not see properly what the enemies were shooting um, or where the shots were coming from. Um, there was moments where it, it sucked when you wanted to you know dodge something. There was a, a boss battle where there was four gigantic um, bosses and it was pissing us off because we would be behind a wall and then the flame would be coming and then the flame would jump 
to us. Uh, the flame would spawn next to us. It was hard to react because the frame rate was so terrible. I felt like I wasn't actually able to react at the speed that I needed to react to to dodge any of the enemies or to dodge any of the attacks. Um, there was also, uh, to go with that, there, there was kind of almost a slight delay on your yes. evade when you would actually try to jump out of the way there was this this like awkward delay that yeah. just made it just hard enough to get away from things yeah no that's a good point you definitely had to like make your own timing for that yeah um which other, didn't feel natural at all other things for performance uh like i said at the start of this uh one of the cutscenes didn't run for me and it wasn't just a me thing there was like three or four of us in the group where it just did not work for us yeah. Um, matchmaking, the button would fuck up a couple times with us, performance-wise. I, I don't... Um, oh, I almost totally forgot about this. Um, when moving into any cave whatsoever, <laughs> loading screen. Yeah. And it would have been fine if the loading screen was, like, a couple seconds long. Th yeah. These things killed the mood. You would go from a battle uh, or a swarm of enemies that was perhaps smaller as a group, as collectively, and we would, you know, sweep that swarm of enemies and be like, yeah, kick ass. And we'd start running towards the cave or the next part, loading screen. And it would take forever to load up. And again, mm -hmm. we used an X, we used an S, and we used an OG Xbox. Same problems across all of them. It took forever to load in. It took forever for the loading screens to move over. Um, and that was something that they tried to hit on was this is an open world thing. And I get it. There's free play and there's the missions. Come on. The missions are based off of the free play map. Make yeah. it work. It's absurd. Um, yeah. It's been done before. There's no reason they can't do it. Um, I think I think I hit all the performance things, right? Yeah, I, I think you touched on everything. Um, okay, cool. It, the the frame rate, like you said, was just it's just garbage. Just you couldn't even when you like when we say the game looked good standing still. I, we can't emphasize that enough. You would be mm -hmm. in the hub, you would stay still, it would look beautiful. The moment and even when you had motion blur off, the moment you started moving, it would be a graininess yeah. to everything. And everything around you was grainy, whitewashed, choppy, kind of weird choppiness, yeah. sandy kind of tone to it, where you'd be walking and then you'd turn around and you'd stop. And everything would be clear again. And yeah. that's just not cool. Um, let's give our final remarks on this. Uh, you first, because I just blabbed on about the performance stuff. So give your final, <laughs> give your final remarks on the game. Uh, give a score. Um, we Ooh, obviously here I at Diggity. Give a score. <laughs> our, our, our scoring system so yeah. far, this is a demo. Uh, so <sighs> it's a little interesting because it's not a beta. But, you know, but we'll go on, on the this same is token. the game being released. On the well, same token, the demo is literally the hey, this is exactly why you should buy this game. Right, and it's ten levels ten to fifteen in. Also, again, yeah. I know we've said that a long time, but we've got to make that clear. Uh, scoring system in Diggity is leave it, like don't buy that, like a don't buy a rent or a purchase because mm -hmm. that's how you get games. You don't go into a game store and say, <laughs> man, it's a fucking seven. What does that mean? We don't know what that means. Yeah. So go for it, dude. Um, overall, I think this is a game that uh, sucks a lot because this is a game that was supposed to be one of the huge games this year. Uh, was supposed to be it, so many promises that were letdowns. Um, I really wanted this game to be good because it has such a 
a cool premise to it. I, the the whole suits, the javelins. I I think it's such an awesome awesome idea. Uh, the execution was very, very poor. I did not have any fun the entire time we were playing this game. Uh, we played it literally because we had an obligation. Um, we will not be picking this game up, so we will not have a, a review for you because we don't get codes. We have to buy everything just like you guys do. Um, so I, I, my recommendation is leave it. Don't touch it. You know, stay 10 foot away. Uh, it might give you the herpes that it has. I don't know. And not the good kind. Not the good kind. <laughs> I, I, the, I just cannot stress enough that this game is uh, an, an absolute letdown. And in the state it is, it is terrible. And I don't recommend buying games hoping that they'll be good in a year. We, we at Diggity cannot condone that. That's not promoting good business practices. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, my quick remarks on it. Performance is terrible. Uh, this is their shot, uh, as you pointed out, uh, to uh, showcase the game, and not from the very beginning, from level ten to fifteen, from you know a couple hours in. And um, the view I got of what this game would be a couple hours in was terrible. Uh, it's uh, I, you cannot call this a demo. Uh, from a technical perspective, performance-wise, it was terrible. From a UI perspective, it was designed poorly and confusing to the player. From a challenging perspective, it was lazily done and shit was just thrown in there to make it harder for players in a lazy way of, you know, a, a difficulty tree. Um, your guns felt like crap. Uh, it didn't feel cool. Uh, flying felt neat. However, it was feathery as shit. And I, it caused more problems than it caused good. And you found yourself doing the same maneuvers over and over again because you just had to get away from enemies. Um, I would mark this down... Uh, fully as a leave it for now for sure um, and I don't know personally if it would ever move up to even a rent um, based on you know I, I mean rent at this point should pretty much just be like red box it but yeah I'm not gonna plug someone's company if they don't pay us for that because that's ridiculous <laughs> um, but even though we just did we'll we'll cut we that did, out whatever we'll cut, yeah we'll, we'll, cut, we'll cut blue box blue um box. <laughs> You know, this is a leave it. And, and like I said at the very start of this thing, um, I, I will not give this the benefit that, well, it's a demo and they can change the game. I don't give a shit, man. This game launches on a date. And if it launches like this, it's a leave it. And guess what? Absolutely. This game's going to launch like this. And yeah. I don't mean to sound like an asshole. I wanted this game just like Brody to be good. I want every game to be fantastic. You know, I hope that the team that puts work hundreds of thousands of hours into, into working on these things, I hope that it always works out. This did not work out. This was a letdown. Uh, this was, you know, pumped up as this crazy huge adventure, and they, the gameplay shit, in the game, <laughs> and the whole game is based on, you know, these big battles, uh, and they're too difficult. Um, so for me, for me, it's a leave it. I would not touch it. Uh, I would not come close to it. If this thing goes on sale, I would not be surprised if this game is ten dollars at a GameStop in the next seven months. Yeah. Easily. Like, it's just not... It's not good. Do not get this game. Stay away from this game. Yep. Point blank. And I, I can't believe that this is kind of the first kind of review we're giving of it. Um, or on Diggity. Because I would have loved for like a, hey, you gotta buy it. You gotta get this. Yeah. It's a, it's a masterpiece. Yeah. Um, 
and you know, hey, a lot of times companies have these problems where they, they come up with a lot of good hits and they come up with some good stuff. You know, we just talked about earlier, you know, about Apex Legends launching. And that seems to be great so far. We, we both enjoy it. Same company, published it. And, you know, I, I don't know if it's the EA thing. I don't know if it's just one of those Bioware things where it's just like, hey, you know, this is just not a good one. The next one might be good. Next idea might be great. But um, this certainly is not something that I would advise that you spend your money on in any way, shape, or form. I feel like That's somebody fair. died. It's sad. It is sad. You know, we're, it's not sad. We're going to books. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial by heading on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity. You can get over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. So head on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity. Here's your free audiobook download and 30-day free trial. Thank you, as always, to the Amazon team and the Audible team for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Diggity Podcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube. If you're watching the video right now, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? I'm looking right at you. Subscribe to us. Hit the little bell because subscribes me nothing. And then, yes, smash that like button, fam. God, no. It's almost as bad no. as Anthem. It's almost as bad as Anthem. Did I nail it? That's my YouTuber thing. That's my it's whole YouTuber terrible. thing. No, I hate I, so much. Um, seriously, though, we're on YouTube, uh, Diggity Gaming. Uh, if you watch the audio podcast, yes, there's a video version of us in which you get to see our horrific faces. Tune in. Might change your mind. Might not. <laughs> Brody's Probably shaking not. his head. You can't see that if you're listening to the audio podcast. That's right. Um, my gamer tag on Xbox One, Maple Jeff, Brody, yours is? Luscious Brody. Hit us up there. We're always accepting. Um, and uh, leave us a review. Helps us out a ton. Uh, for the audio podcast, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. Uh, it gets us exposure on those platforms and uh, the most important part of it you can leave a comment and you can leave feedback for the show and that's what makes this show better is with your feedback uh, we, we gratefully appreciate when people give us feedback on this show um, on YouTube as well uh, in the comment section give us some feedback uh, let us know what you think uh, about Anthem uh, do you think we're too harsh on it do you think that we were right in what we said um, uh, and hey do you actually disagree with us and that you would like to pick it up. Why? We're down for healthy debates. Uh, and until next time, guys, we will see you for the Thursday show. See ya.